You're listening to 11 O'Clock Comics, episode 177. But uh, hey there, everybody. Uh, this is 11 o'clock comics. As you can tell, I am uh, not the dulcet-toned Vince B, but uh, uh, I am Christopher Neesman uh, filling in for, for Vince in the, uh, uh, the uh, show driver chair this week. Uh, Vince, uh, unfortunately, wasn't able to join us this week, but uh, I'm sure he will be back next week. But uh, here to ease our pain are uh, my other two buddies, Mr. Hi, David Price. Thank you. <laughs> oh yeah. And I am, of course, Kevin Coe, otherwise known as Oh Mac Motherfuckers. <laughs> no, you're not. You're not Omac, but we will talk about uh, that in a little bit. You're Jason Wood. Was that my good Vince yeah. impression? Right not there? bad, not like bad. Like that? Like that? Uh, <laughs> and, uh, of course, this episode of 11 O'Clock. Comics is brought to you by DCB Service. That's right, DCBS. It is uh, the best place online to buy your comics. If, uh, for whatever reason, if you don't have a local comic shop that is local, or you just want to save Wumba amounts of money, I used Vince's Wumba, uh, you can go to DCBService.com, and there you will find amazing discounts on all of your comic needs, uh, anything what? 30 to, to sometimes 75% off, but uh, uh, always great deals there, and uh, they'll send you the Excel spreadsheet each month where you can make out your uh, your comic poll list and send that back to them, and it's, uh, it's super easy to do that, and then uh, boom, like magic, you get your comics delivered at, uh, at whatever frequency you want, whether that be weekly, uh, bi-weekly, or twice a month, I should say, or uh, once a month, and uh, it's a great service, great people people that run it so if you are looking to uh, buy your comics online and save heaps of cash you should go to dcbservice.com and if you are a first time customer of dcbs we have a special promo code for you just just because you are one of the cherished 11 o'clockers uh you can uh fill out uh, that first order form and there is a place for the code and that code is mr price E-O-C and the number 8. That's correct, and that will save you an additional 8% on your order. So E-O-C-8 is your promo code, and the site is dcbservice.com. All right, gentlemen, let's jump right into uh, tonight's drink roll call. Uh, Mr. Price, how about you? I am uh, drinking some V8 Fusion and vodka. Ooh, look at you. Ooh, interesting. I have no now, wine that, in this house. It's killing huh. me. It's like you're making no wine. It's great. I was looking around. I'm like, all right, what the hell am I going to drink? Because the some one of the places we usually get our wine from has uh, a sale on Thursday. So I was going to get a bottle tonight, and then we would stock up tomorrow night. But then uh, 
never made it there today. And I'm looking around the house, and I'm like, I got, I got nothing. And I'm flip open the uh, liquor cabinet, and I'm like, I could do rum and coke. I could do something with bourbon. But I was like, you know what? The V8 will be my vitamins for the night, and I'll uh, sip some uh, vodka with it. Jason, what are you sipping on tonight? Sipping on tanker, right? No, I'm not. Uh, I'm sipping on. Uh, <laughs> I'm sipping on some Yangling Light uh, in honor of our brother who ain't here right now. Hmm, sadness. And I'm sure that if Vince were here, he'd be drinking a Hurricane Malt beverage. <laughs> That's <laughs> pour, probably true. Pour, pour out some uh, some Hurricane for our brother. Uh, I am drinking tonight uh, an Anchor Steam. Uh, it's from San Francisco. It's uh, probably a beer that you're familiar with. And I was thinking about this uh, early tonight um, in between uh, reading OMAC and Action Comics about how Anchor Steam is is for like craft, you know, American craft brews or microbrews, whatever you want to call them. Uh, Anchor Steam doesn't get a whole lot of attention because they've been around for so long. It uh, is really kind of one of the one of the first kind of micro brew beers and they've been doing it so well for so long that i think a lot of people just kind of forget that they're there but anchor steam makes uh fantastic beer uh several fantastic beers and they actually make some uh some pretty good uh, uh liquor as well they uh they make a really good rye but uh good stuff going on out there in san francisco and uh, I've got uh, interesting Anchor Steam stories but uh, as to how they came about. Uh, but I'll save that for the forum uh, in, the, uh, in the episode thread. And, uh, David, where can you find our forum? Forum.bullpenbulletinspodcast.com. I love how Chris pretends he's, he goes to the forum. It's funny. I do go to the forum. I was going <laughs> to strangle some motherfuckers this because, week, though. Hey, he's got he's got some don't misses to pimp, so of course he's got to stop by the forum. Oh, true that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Although you did get, talk about well-timed, you got the right, if you were to have a don't miss to do this week, you got the right one. Seriously. Yeah, yeah. it was good. I can't it, wait to read that issue either. Well, it, we're, we're talking about Animal Man. Of course, it's probably a good place to uh, to start with this week's episode. Easy uh, new. Man, I, I it, anyone who's listened to uh, eleven o'clock for any amount of time knows how big a fans of Jeff Lemire's work we are, and yeah. Jeff's been on the show, and he's just he's just one of our not just favorite creators, he's one of our favorite people in comics, and I am just tickled pink of his success, and it, it it's also one of those that whenever you read something by by a creator that you personally like and you're just like man i really hope this is good i really really hope it's good and then when it is and it's not just good it's really good it just it's 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 the best because you could just be so happy for them and you've read an awesome comic and that was animal man you're not lying um i mean we want to jump in and do it about that yeah well, I mean, David didn't read it yet, so we don't want to spoil it. But, uh, but yeah, I mean, so well, I think the um, the interesting thing, as you said, we 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 knew Jeff was a great writer. So, I'm, and it's also a character he loved. So, I wasn't at all surprised that he uh, hit the hit the ball out of the park. But the um, the the interesting part of it is his his partner in crime, Travel Foreman, mm-hmm. who um, I guess. Um, uh, people probably know from I'm guessing Class Wars, probably the first thing people know him from. Yeah. Um, yeah. But uh, more recently, he did uh, a bunch of uh, issues of uh, Iron Fist at Marvel. That's probably the last time I remember seeing him. Um, 
and uh, it was it was terrific. I mean, it, it's 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 definitely a, I could see like I was just sort of eyeing up some of the comments online. I could definitely see how he's a very distinctive style. So it probably isn't everyone's cup of tea. Um, he's got a really really thin line. Like mm-hmm. it, it's like very minimalist, like pencil thin line, which uh, which you know is definitely distinctive. But I think where he really brought it home and why I think he was the right fit was in the second half-ish part of the book, where things start to get a little more um, what's the word surreal. Uh, yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly, perfect. Like like almost like Salvador Dali esque. I mean, that's when mm-hmm. you really see the guy's chops and storytelling ability. Um, but I thought it was great. In fact, I, I will say that, as we probably will likely talk about a bunch of the other books that came out this week, um, the reason I think this book was the home run of the week is because it did what I hoped every one of them would do, which is take... I mean, the character is the character, right? So so they're not going to completely abandon, at least in most cases, what these characters were in the past. And I understand that. But what I thought they were going to try and do this time was package it in a more modern sort of framework that would genuinely appeal to someone in their teens, early 20s that had never, I guess, conceivably even ever read a comic. Now, I realize there's very few people that that will try this book that have never read a comic before, but if that was their goal, I thought of all the books I read this week from the DC relaunch, this was the one that accomplished that the most. It's a a thin line. It's a thin line to walk. Yeah. Yeah, it is, and it's not easy. It's not easy, and I thought that Jeff did a great job with it. He, he, you know, there was a a prose piece to start off the book, which generally I'm not a fan of. Um, oh, it was so perfect. When I first, yeah, was exactly. Very, when I first because saw it, I thought, because it it became a part of the story, and that's what that's that's what comics can do. I thought it was a great way of of kind of pushing the medium, which very few, um, especially mainstream comics, do. I, th- I thought it was it was a great use of the medium. Mm-hmm. I loved very much that his marriage and uh, family was still front and center at, at his character because I think again, while I know he existed long before this, for me, you know, Buddy is defined by the Morrison run and mm-hmm. the you know the Chaz Drug art and all that stuff, and I think this was very evocative of that. But he, but he, but again, set in a time when. You know, it, 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 when when Morrison wrote that, it was very politically motivated in terms of anti-animal, I mean, anti-animal cruelty, and mm-hmm. and the, but he was a vegetarian. But you know, now it would make sense. He's a vegan. You know, he's <laughs> uh, you know he he just he was uh, um, you know they're they're just really they're kind of almost it even alludes to his being like very popular among the hipster crowd, which which is how it would be today, right? I mean that would be if yeah. if that would if that guy would be that would be who he he appealed to in today's day and age. And I, I loved how uh, Jeff was able to capture that because those that know Jeff, Jeff is most certainly not will not, would not be confused for being a hipster. So no. it was nice to sort of <laughs> you know not not. It's very natural for writers to um, sort of project themselves and their worldview onto books, and that's fine. There's plenty of opportunities where that's appropriate. But in this case, Jeff, uh, I think one of the things that makes Jeff great is that uh, even though he's best known or at least made his mark with stuff like Essex County, which is very much representative of his personal experiences this book to me didn't feel very much at all like like getting to know jeff personally his personal experiences it felt like he really got into the mindset of, of buddy baker in that world and it was awesome um yeah. so 
you know, I, I I talked with him a little bit about that on, on on the Don't Miss episode about how his how his you know personal life impacts the way that he writes, uh, especially in in a book that has a family because you know he's he's a husband and and a father and so I think he draws a lot of uh, a lot of the little things in his day to day life is mm-hmm. reflected in in Buddy and Ellen's relationship. Right. Um, now, you know, his son is probably, you know, too young to, you know, to really um, have anything that, you know, he could draw on for, for the relationship with Maxine and, and Cliff. But I'm sure, you know, a lot of that stuff, will, you know, will come in time. Um, but, yeah, I think he draws on a lot uh, of, of his, you know, of his, his home life with that. But, uh, you know, kind of kind of going back to... Uh, uh, to the story a little bit did it did buddy kind of feel like uh, kind of like a, an aging like rock star or kind of like you know folk you know f- m- you know mildly popular folk hero who had had kind of wasn't as popular as he used to be and he's still and he's so he's kind of like trying to figure out what his life is now uh you know, a little bit I guess maybe in a similar vein i took it i mean it's right along the lines you're getting at but i took it almost like he reminded me of that guy that has a he's like the most popular character on a on a reality a season of a reality yeah. tv show yeah so so a lot of people recognize him but he never really made a lot of money from it he didn't really define his life from it so he's kind of now wondering like what do i do next but he's very chill about his life view it's not like he's really he doesn't know what he wants to do but he's not really sweating it either he's not like like oh Christ, what am I going to do next? He's you know he's 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 trying to find himself, but it's not freaking him out. You know what I mean? No, no, because uh, yeah, he's he's a pretty grounded character, and you know, it, it's funny you know, but they have home issues, you know, because you know Ellen's like, well, did you get paid for that? You know, because I mean they still have a mortgage <laughs> to pay and 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 that kind of stuff. But yeah, I thought it was I thought it was really the it was kind of two books. I mean, there's the there's it was, the first, you're right. Yeah, there's the first half of the book, which is, you know, kind of the snapshot of of Buddy's life and, and his family and and what his what his day to day is like and then it turns into a really gruesome horror book. Uh, which is really surprising to me. Yeah. Uh, it, worked out, it worked great, yeah. you know, but I'm saying I did not I didn't I did not see that coming. Um, and it was um, it's funny because as we talk about some of the other books, I'm, I have a, a nitpick or two about some of them because of their overtly uh, violent nature. Hey. Uh, <laughs> and, and to be fair, it's it's going to come off as a double standard because this book was very graphically violent in a clear horror movie way uh, yeah. parts to the end. And it didn't bother me. And, and uh, I, all I can say is I guess it didn't bother me because when, when the writing is good enough that it's yeah. I'm engrossed in it, it's fine. But whereas yeah, in fun. a few of the other books, it, it struck me as completely um, – I, I guess it, to me, it's and again, I, I can hear people saying you're being a hypocrite. But it, 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 to me, I, it struck me as is some of them seemed gratuitous. And in this, it seemed to fit the the point yeah. of of the story, I guess. Yeah. So sometimes it's different. Whenever a guy gets his ripped, you know, his head ripped off, that's gratuitous violence. Or whenever there is blood shooting out of someone's eyes, it's artfully done. Yeah. There you go. yeah. <laughs> does uh, does does Buddy feel like the character from Fifty Two? He feels like Buddy. 
Okay. Uh, yeah, I mean, I guess because he was still a family man then. He, right. You know what David? He feels less... To me, he feels a little bit more like the Morrison in that... Um, like, in the Morrison run, he really wasn't a superhero, you know? Right. Um, in this, they set it up that he was, in fact, a superhero for a few years, but he's since kind of given up the day-to-day superheroing. But he was. Like, he did have that life. Okay. So, it, it, it... Whereas in the... In the 52, you know, he almost becomes like, he almost gets elevated to like a major level hero with the whole, when he starts touching it, you know, the cosmic, he realizes he can yeah. actually, use the, his his force field extends into like the cosmic and stuff like that. So it, it, there, there's a little bit more of the groundedness, like the reluctant hero in this again, okay. like the, like where he's going to be tackling smaller issues type right. of thing. Um, but, you know, wh- one of the things that, that I loved about this issue that that not every one of the of the DC books that I've read and I've, I've I have not read all of them that came out today I'm I'm working my way through them but it it seemed to do the best job of um, being respectful to the past that if you are a longtime fan of Animal Man that stuff still works but if this was the first time that you've read this comic you can jump in and it's Everything is given to you that you need to know about the character, and you're. I, I don't. I haven't read a ton of the Morrison stuff. I read Fifty Two, okay. but Animal Man is not a character that I have, you know, like this encyclopedic knowledge of. Right. I I I felt like I was along for the ride and had had no need for a bunch of backstory. And it was uh, my my animal man history consists of a who's who entry, and then I knew about the Vertigo series. Wait, so am I the only one of us that's read the Morrison? Yes, animal yeah. Because, wow. I, I, I mean, you, you I've read the first two trades. Yeah, that's the thing. I have the trades on my wish list. I still have. Oh wow! It. Okay. Yeah. I, I've, I've you know I've read Coyote Gospel and uh-huh. you know probably like the first I don't know twelve or or eighteen sure. issues. So you got enough to get the flavor of of what he was going yeah. for. Yeah. yeah, you know, I, I I know who Buddy is. You know, I love the family aspect of the comic, and you know that that he was as much like animal rights activist yeah, as yeah. as he was. But but then you know you with Morrison stuff, you throw in all the meta with it, and, and well, that's what's interesting about this is that I not that Jeff isn't capable because he's very he's a very good storyteller. So I, I, I but I I. Like you said, it was sort of like two stories. The first part, I I didn't think we were going to get into any of that meta stuff, and then you know at the end, well, it certainly had like you said a more of a heart, like a pure horror bent than like a philosophical, you know, uh, the, the the higher level sort of philosophical. Is there a god bent that Morrison took? It still it still went to another level that you know. Again, I could hear some people saying is that accessible but for me it worked really well and i sure. thought gave it a depth and it and, and it of all the books i read this week and i think i read eight or nine of the 13 so far um this is the one that i i felt like i was satisfied with the issue but i also was extremely excited for the next continuing on with the journey yeah you know yeah. probably more than any other and then I, I really feel compelled to find out what happens next I think there are two things that that are going to happen, and and part of this is speculation. Part of it is kind of the stuff that 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 Jeff was was telling me about is that this book is as much about the family as it is Buddy. He 
he told me, uh, and you can go and listen to that interview, but he said that he really wants at one point to rename the book uh, Animal Girl. <laughs> and, oh, interesting. Okay. So this will be as much about Maxine as it will be about Buddy. And it's about Maxine's journey with Buddy as, as we kind of, you know, figure out what's going on w- with her which was um you know, was a big part of the, of the end of the first issue um so it's it's as much about the rest of the family as it is buddy and it's i think very much going to have uh, a horror undertone to it and he and scott snyder have apparently been working pretty closely together and i think that stuff that's going on in swamp thing is going to um, impact stuff that's going on in Animal Man and vice versa. I don't know if they're going to be necessarily tied to each other, but I think that you will have a a uh, a deeper experience if you're reading both of them. Is the yeah. idea I'm getting? Well, so f- of of the books you read so far of uh, from this week, would you say this was the the clear cut number one for you? Oh, it's so so close because this is this is everything that i wanted out of a a fresh start modern dc book and jeff did so well with it and i like travel foreman's art i this i mean this was a solid a book and it was it was everything i wanted it to be but there was one other book that punched me in the face it was Mm -hmm. so awesome and and I and I don't I don't want to say that Animal Man is a lesser book. It's a different book. But there was another book sure. that just blew me off my chair. Uh, okay, well, um, I could probably guess what it was, but I will say just for my because mm-hmm. I know David didn't read this one, but for me of the ones that I read, and I think I, I did it's eight or nine, but um, uh, this was my favorite. Now there were. Two or three others that I really enjoyed quite a bit as well, but this was the one that I I, I would have to say if I had to rank them would be number number one. So this was the Kudos this was the Jeff. this was the most well written book that I've read. Yeah, agreed. Animal Man. What was the what? Yeah, it was the best written. It was the one, and it's the one that I that like you said I want to come back to. I can't wait to get the second issue because I I, I really want to you know I want to know what happens on that next page. Great cliffhanger in this. So let's let uh, David jump in. Why don't you pick one, buddy, that you read that we can talk about? Let's see. Uh, did you guys read Stormwatch? Yes. It's next on my list to watch uh, or, or to, to, to read. Um, all right, well, these are the three that I, I, I was able to read today. Stormwatch, mm-hmm. Detective Comics, and Action Comics. Okay. We'll jump into Stormwatch. I, I read it, too. Okay. Um I, 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 um, I liked where I think Paul Cornell's going. Uh, the art, little inconsistent for me. Um, yeah, re- really wasn't feeling that as much. But I kind of, I, I like the ideas that I guess we're, we're being introduced to. I, I think there was a lot going on for this first issue. Um, I. Maybe it was well, rushed isn't the right word. I, I, I think it could have used some more um some more pages just, just to get a little there, there was the, the the cut scenes were a little abrupt and we're seeing, you know, people over here and people over there and then we cut back to these it was just it was a little 
choppy, but um, but I I after you know enjoying Captain Britain and MI thirteen and and Cornell's other work that you know I have faith. Um, I I am concerned that with with mentioning the Century Babies as, as often as they did, the few times mm-hmm. they did, I I really do not want to see um, Elijah Snow in this universe. I I, I kind of I I just I just I I, I kind of like it. On its own, the way it was. Don't like your peanut I, butter and your chocolate. I, I can't, well, not in this case. Um, okay. I mean, there's there's plenty of other things that that, that they're playing around with. I just I kind of like the idea of, um, and obviously, you know, it's it's a wild storm property. I mean, mm-hmm. Ellis and, and Cassidy are the creators, but uh, you think that's more of an Ellis character and needs to stay there. It, you kind of like, kind of like, I guess, with Robinson and and Jack Knight. You know, just just let. Uh, I know other people have written the planetary characters before, but I kind of like the, I, I just, in my mind to me, I would like those characters to stay in those, they're in those 27 issues and, yeah. and a couple of one shots. And I like it that way. Um, their story's been told. Yeah, they, yeah. I don't think we need them to mingle in with, with these people, but I mean, that, that said, I mean, and, and worrying about something that may or may not happen isn't, isn't what we're here for. But, um, I never read a lot of the authority. Um, oh, yeah, so I, I need to. I need to write God, it's so good. <laughs> uh, I, I, um, I know very little of the characters that we're being introduced to in this book, so I don't know how faithful they are to the uh, their earlier uh, incarnations. But it's um, it, it it's weird. It's it's a book I want to read. I want to support because of Paul Cornell, but really. Aside from Martian Manhunter, there really isn't anybody in the book that makes me want to go. Oh man, I can't wait to see what happens, or I hope this person get, gets out of this trap, or something like that. There's not. It's it's, and it, it shouldn't be. It they're, they're completely different books, but there's no. This isn't a um, an '80s era Justice League or, or an Avengers book. This isn't. I, I don't. I don't really care about these characters yet, aside from one. So it's it's a little early. For me to, I, I can't really. I guess the only thing I can really bag on with this issue is is really the art, and that I think maybe it could have had some more room to to, to flesh out this first issue. But mm-hmm. I, I just I think that uh, I think there's some really nifty ideas, and I kind of like the little twist because um, you know I'm aware of Apollo and, and Midnighter's relationship in, in in the old book, but uh, you know I, I'm I'm sure that this isn't how the band got together in the authority initially. So, I mean, I, 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 I'm along for the, I think I'm going to like, like Jason and I were talking about last week with, with justice league and, you know, we'll, we'll, we'll see what happens with the second issue. We'll see if we, you know, go on with the third. I think I'm going to give Cornell a little bit more leeway here. I might let the arc finish out before I really make my, my call on this one. Well, I know what I'm getting you for Christmas. (laughs) you're getting getting the first 24 issues of the authority because it's awesome (laughs) to uh, echo david the the pencils were by uh, miguel sepulveda which uh astute uh listeners may recognize the name because i spoke about him when i did the uh when i 
recap the three plus years of uh, Thunderbolts that I had caught up on. Oh, That's yeah, why yeah. it sounded familiar. Yeah, um, and I noted that you know there were a bunch of different artists over that run, and that uh, Mikhail Sapolvada did probably ten, twelve of those issues, and he was, to my mind, a clear problem. Like the one artist, I was like, oh. <laughs> so. Um, you know, hey, to each his own, but I, I agree with you, David. I, I actually, of all the books I read so far, this was the one where I thought the art most took me out of being able to really fairly evaluate the writing. Because um, yeah. I generally like Paul Cornell's work. Yep. Um, I also wonder with this one, um, again, trying to wear, like we talked about with Justice League, where I was trying to wear two hats. One, let me read it as myself, and what do I think of it? And then also, what what do I think of this as if I were critiquing it from the perspective of do I think it's accomplishing the goal of setting the table for new readers um, having read a lot of the you know a lot or most if not all whatever but a good chunk of the authority um, I was familiar with these characters and their prior incarnations um, but I couldn't help but think as I was reading it that had I not been it would have come off as a bit of a mess and, and I'm, I'm fascinated to hear you somewhat retort that and saying that you weren't all that familiar with the authority and yet you it seemed like it wasn't a problem and that's encouraging to hear because i i wasn't sure if i hadn't known about uh about jenny quantum and and the whole uh you know century thing if 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 the references would have made any sense at all or if they would have been like what are you talking uh, about? Okay. like or if the you know the notion of um even what the authority, what the authority, or Stormwatch is, you know, the authority, because it, it, they allude to, well, we've been around forever, and we yes. saw crimes that, you know, we, we've been battling aliens, and, but it's, I don't know that, I still felt like, other than a few of those flashback, pic, you know, pictures, I don't know that they really conveyed to me, at least as effectively as maybe, I, I don't know, I just, I guess I felt like they were taking a lot for granted, if they're really trying to act as though this is the first time we're reading about Stormwatch. Um, but yeah, but overall, because of the fact that I, I do like those characters and I, I'm intrigued by the idea of bringing that group of characters into the, the main DC universe. Into the uh, new, yeah, but, into the but new I, I, I have to say it'll take, it's, it, I, I hope they have an art change relatively quickly. Uh, <laughs> so I, I don't know that I, I, I I don't I wouldn't say I enjoyed this issue. Put it that way. I, like I, I appreciated some of the things Cornell was putting in. Yeah, the, yeah. But I don't know that I enjoyed reading the issue because of the yeah. the uh, interiors. It, it's gonna it it's gonna be. Go ahead. It, it um, just just the first nitpick for me is is the cover where it's another one just like the first issue of of, of the Justice League with that cover. The, Apollo's already in in. I guess his official garb, you got Midnighter in the background, and by the time you get to the end of this issue, none of this happens. And and Johns looks a little bit photoshopped in yeah. to the cover. It just it the cover isn't it doesn't work for me. But it does get uh major major props. Now granted it's three weeks out, but it actually has an editor's note right on the first page. You but and see your that was another one of my nitpicks though, is that the editor's note references a, a comic that hasn't come out, won't come exactly. out. Exactly. I know. That kills I mean on one hand it's I like holy so crap come out at the end of this month. <laughs> right? Not, yeah, seriously, yeah, you're right. It's like I don't I don't get the, the scheduling there. You, you, yeah, have, you got you got you got four weeks of, of Kryptonians, you put action comics out first, and then you know the Superman issue that, that this references is, is 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 almost a month away. So well, that's like, the point of the that's the original point of the editor's note is that now you're going to want to go track that issue down. 
No, no, but so. that's the difference. Editor's notes would be like, as seen in... Yeah, yeah. on sale now. Oh, yeah. I'm or in yeah. the last issue. This says to be seen in the comic that's coming out three weeks from now. Like, yeah. It's like, okay, well, I can't go reference that now, can I? Well, <laughs> so. Yeah, but you will. Yeah, David and, <laughs> David and his damn editor's notes. Uh, no, he's right, though. I, that's the, I, had little, I made little notes with each comic because I was like, yeah. Oh. And and one of the notes I wrote about this one is that the editor's note was was whactacular. Like I, I appreciate the idea, but <laughs> yes. but to reference something in the future, I, I'm not Merlin. I can't. I don't. I can't. Yeah. I'm not, I'm not tr- living my life backwards. I don't know. I don't know what happened three years from now. You know, it'll it'll be interesting uh, to see what happens if uh, you know, say this title doesn't make the cut in six months or a year, whatever. Uh, it'll be interesting to see if they if if they remain dedicated to keeping the Wildstorm characters as a part of the new DCU, you know, I'm, um, David, you, do you, do you remember what the Charlton characters before they were DC characters? Um, Okay. And, you know, of course there's, um, you know, like static shock and, and, um, and the, and the characters from, from that universe that have become, kind of a part of of dc you know obviously you know they're doing a new static shock but you know dc through its history has bought up other companies characters and folded them in but in my lifetime as as a comic book fan uh except for um uh what's the static shock what is that universe it's um milestone milestone with the exception of milestone which has never really taken hold i this is something i'm not used to you know, it's I. I'm not. I've never seen them incorporate a another universe of characters. So it's going to be interesting well, to see if they. They're do already that. doing a better job than Marvel did with Malibu. Oh, and, and Ultraverse. Yeah. So it's um, it's. I mean, I remember when you know DC was was buying the Charlton heroes and 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 Judo mm-hmm. Master and 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 these offshoots and things like that and and of course. Well, it was Fawcett, 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 yeah, Fawcett, yeah, yeah. before that. So, uh, and, you know, the Freedom Fighters, things like that, and 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 they really weren't, I think, part of because I mean, and that was the whole reason for Christ on Infinite Earth because they had they 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 own these characters now, but they never mixed in with the Justice League of America or the Justice Society of America. But they're on all these other universes, mm-hmm. so we're just going to merge everybody and then and then and then that that so. Post crisis, we kind of have everybody as one big happy. Yeah, I mean, Blue, Blue Beetle has always been a DC character to me. Okay, see, and I, 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 um, I remember the 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 Len Wayne, Paris Collins, and 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 Bruce Patterson series, and and love the hell out of it. And then you know, as I'm I'm rereading Crisis now, and it's at the beginning, Ted Cord knows. Who 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 these uh, who these other heroes are that that uh, the monitor is is pairing him up with, but then as a couple issues later, when Psycho Pirate is is messing with his head, it's they're on uh, a whole other they're on their universe with with Phantom Lady with uh, with with Peacekeeper with, uh, with with everybody else and and he and that's when you really see that these really were. Different universes, different heroes. That mm-hmm. not everybody was one big happy. And here, it's I think it helps with this, with that you have Martian Manhunter here, at least for 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 long time. DC it gives some, it gives it gives people at least a, a string of 
but right. you know, a familiarity like you said how you know when there are times where 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 Jayon will work with the Justice League, but then when shit really needs to get done, that's when he goes to work with Stormwatch, and it's like so. so it's kind of like Wolverine with the Avengers and the uh, uh, X Force. Yeah, so, <laughs> so he'll be on a different team every week, but it's um, <laughs> so. There's definitely. It's not like I, I guess they're they're not just throwing. I guess. Cornell out there and, and saying here make, make something work with this. They, I, it looks like that there there are going to be enough things here to tether it to the main DC universe, where I guess it'll never be um, off to the side or, or maybe forgotten about. There, there there will hopefully be a connection there. Where I mean I don't know if I need to see a Batman Midnighter team up, but at least there's there's something here that I, I guess that, that something will connect. Right? Can they get Frank quietly to draw it? <laughs> That's why you need to read the the first the first the early early authority stuff. And Brian Hitchin right. is good. All right, so we've got uh, some Stormwatch and some Animal Man, and and there's one that I definitely want to talk about in in a couple minutes. But uh, but we all read Action, right? Yes, yes sir. And what did we think? Um, uh, well, I, I'll let you guys talk only because let me let me just get this out of the way. I, I just from judging from the Twitter chats with some buddies and stuff over the course of the day, I think I'm including Vince, by the way. Uh, uh, I think I'm in the minority on this one. I um, I yeah, I didn't care for it much at all. So, um, which I'm a, I would consider myself a big Morrison fan, and I have certainly been a Morrison apologist on the show in times past. Uh, uh, things like Final Crisis and the like. So I'm surprised, but I um, it it uh, it, it, it didn't it did not uh, grab me, and and maybe because of the burden of comparing it, you know, Morrison has already reinvented Superman once. He's he's, he's written my favorite Superman story. Exactly, exactly. So, I know this was going to be a different take on it, for a lot of reasons, I get that, So, but I don't know how, in my own mind, as a consumer of these things, I could separate what I read today from All-Star Superman, and to me, it's like it's like, um, you know, the best film I've ever seen versus a Michael Bay summer blockbuster. It just, uh, it, it scratches an itch, sure, but it's just, you know, apples to apples, there's no comparison. So. Well, yeah, I think, uh, and, and you guys will hopefully agree, I, I think the star of, of action so far is Rags Morales. Cause Absolutely. The art, boy, the art was really nice. Yeah. It, it was, was just it was, so I must pretty. say that, yeah. mm-hmm. um, the, the, the art was, um, the art was the, the, the definite, Pro and, and the pro and con list for me. The the, the art definitely out. It, it's it's the opposite of um, well, no, I don't want to say it's the opposite of Justice League last week because we were all pretty much okay with the art on that. But this was this was uh, that, that's what Vincent was talking about. I think he was talking about Stormwatch and how um, Cornell's writing was the high point, and, and mm-hmm. here it's uh, it's it balances out because here the art is the high point for me. I, I you know I thought it was I thought it was a, a well written comic. I didn't have any problems with it um i i liked it first of all i i I thought it was i thought it was good i'm the only thing i'm confused with and this is the the dorky nerdy comic book fan in me is that i'm having trouble grasping the different supermen that i'm being exposed to right right 
I read, you know, Justice League, and I read Swamp Thing today, which which I liked. I didn't love, but but I liked it. And now I've read Action, and there are at, at least two very distinctive Superman, if not three. So we've got, you know, in this this is is reading like a a superman year one he's he's new in metropolis it's uh he's been there for like six months so he's very early in his career definitely pulling on a lot of the original action number one stuff he can't fly he can leap tall buildings in a single bound uh he's he's not um an earth mover at all he's very strong very tough can stop bullets but he he's not yeah he can bleed he's not uh the invulnerable you know force of of nature that uh that we've gotten to to know over the years so it's it's a younger more more vulnerable superman but then in um in swamp thing this week it's kind of a a fully formed mature superman so here's the continuity nerd you know coming in it's like yeah. okay when, when the hell does all this take place well and that's what i was going to ask is that um so clearly i mean justice league which we talked about last week is very clear it takes place five years before yes the rest of the dc new universe that we're getting exposed to so i get that I mean, I, I can come to no other conclusion that the, the the action comics that we just read takes place even before that a little bit, right? I mean, it has to, probably, right? Yeah, probably about, probably the issue. Well, probably yeah, okay. ab- about the same time is kind of what I'm thinking. Maybe mm-hmm. a little after that, um, because Superman is is still kind of a a new. Uh, you know, a, a new entity in, in Justice League, and he's just been in Metropolis for six months. So I'm, I'm, I'm assuming that Justice League and Action are taking place around the same time. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, I, I, and I, and I'm trying not to to think of this as a big universe. I'm trying to look at each title on its own merits. Right. So just, so just right. action, action on its own. If it's a, if it's a Superman Year One story. I I'm kind I kind of liked it. It you know it's a it's a it's a different Superman. He's he's young and cocky. Right. He's, so let's establish. You know. I mean, he's 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 uh, he's in jeans. He's in like work yeah. boots. Yeah. He's so he's a t-shirt. He, um, he's very he's very he's very Connor Kent. Right, but he has a cape. Yeah, he does have the cape. Um, he is got a little Peter Parker in him, and that he's uh, living yes. in a tenement. By himself, struggling as a struggling journalist, trying to like sort of a, almost a um, per assignment, like he, I guess a freelance journalist. Yep. Doesn't um, work at doesn't work at the planet. Right, he works for the rival newspaper of the planets because we're introduced to Lois and Jimmy. Um, we uh, were General Lane still exists. He is the antagonist. Luthor is a. They're going with the industrialist Luthor, which is cool. I'm good with that. Um, who clearly has a hard on for Superman, and I actually thought that was the coolest part of the book, um, with the idea that Luthor views himself as a patriot, an American, <laughs> yeah, and he 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 th- he likens Superman to being, you know, that impossible to quantify uh, parasite that doesn't belong in the natural ecosystem, and that he's the he's it, the ultimate illegal alien. Yeah, and if we leave it here, it's gonna it's gonna somehow some way unquantifiably, but it will destroy our world, and he's convinced of that. So, you know, at least. 
to this point, we're really led to believe that Luthor views himself completely as a hero and a patriot, yes. which yeah. I love. I mean, and that's not it, that you know Morrison isn't breaking new ground there. But to be fair, we've always been introduced to Luthor as a villain first, and then people have kind of layered in the nuances over the years. So I like the idea of it starting off where like Luthor is a patriotic industrialist who just thinks that this alien is a danger to society. Like I like that idea a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't go for the. I guess I didn't like the. Superman being sort of a brunt, abrupt guy. I didn't quite go for that. You know, I don't know. Well, that, that... He's 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 a brash teenager, basically. Yeah. Yeah. No, you're yeah. right. I mean, that's how they're portraying him. I just was surprised, I guess. You know, it's, I mean, we, um, we, we, know, we, we know nothing of... I mean, he mentioned Smallville, but we don't know about mom pa can i mean for all we know this is i mean we're being introduced to him for the first time now so he's 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 living paying rent week to week and right he could be i mean this could be like we saw in flashpoint right like he could have been you oh, know yeah, project superman yeah right he could have been locked in this is why he's not that powerful yet because he's only been out in the sun for six months right i mean and he's never really known to how he's figuring out how to use his powers yep. on the fly right so, you know that they actually alluded to that that he was getting more powerful Right, that's what I mean. Yeah, yeah. Uh, there's there's that one there's one page where uh, during the whole train sequence, which was which was gorgeous, because I keep going back and looking at that, and I see when uh, yeah. when 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 Guns is is uh, about to blow away Jimmy and and Lois, and then everybody in the train attacks, and I'm trying to figure out what happened to his tie, and I'm looking at his wrist, and and his and his hands are bound by his belt, and all because the crowd was attacking. I mean, Rags really went to town with his rags, and and, and yeah, I got to uh, give Rags his props. It, yeah, it, it, it does look beautiful. Yeah, Rags draw, Rags draws awesome animals, especially dogs. And oh he, God, yes! And he draws uh, great hats on men. <laughs> I like uh-huh. the uh, the machine gun uh, as mm-hmm. um, as as the, the the captain and the uh, and the police officer are in the car and they're firing at him and they're firing at Superman. But there's one page when when um, when General Lane and Luthor are watching uh, Superman take on the train and and Luthor's going on about how there's something past the the orbit of Neptune out in space and everything. But Lane is in sil- they're both in silhouette. But Lane's pointing at I swear I saw that panel and I just like it. Lane's it looks like the general's getting ready to bust the move or something. It just looks so <laughs> weird just seeing him stand there point like he's ready to just it, it seemed a little out of place for me. I just I saw that and I just kinda chuckled a little bit. But the um it's it's I think a as as far as what I've read, it's probably the best cliffhanger of the four full books I've read so far, including Justice League last week. Um yeah, it was good. That, that, that last page, especially, you know, it's eight o'clock, and this is exactly what Luther promised. You know, you're pay me and come eight o'clock, and and I mean, the next next issue we see is you know is titled Superman in Chains. I, you know, the 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 art is what's selling me on this. The art is what will keep me coming back. Uh, there's the problem though. I did have is I um I read the first few pages, and then I had to put the book down for a couple hours because I was I, I started during my work shift and then I got back to it during lunch and I I was I completely forgot about the opening scene with with, with Glenn Morgan and, and the little teetotaler dude and I'm like mm-hmm. I, I went back to that and I'm like I don't remember this happening it, it was just with everything else going on with just me watching Superman escaping from the cops and and um, 
and then the whole thing with the train and 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 yeah and then the the, the apartment building the the dwelling getting taken out by by a wrecking ball all of that made me forget the first couple pages of the issue and i yeah. i didn't want to because i want to know what's up with homeboy running away with uh glenn morgan's tie and uh mm-hmm. there are just little things here and there there's enough even things that aren't said in the word balloons uh there's still enough going on in the panels that um that 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 you pay attention to and you figure something's going to pay off and and i mean he just rags did not skimp on anything with backgrounds with I you're mean, right the whole every page is just is just packed it it really is it's um you know as, as far as if, if you want this to be you know your your if action comics was the first dc comic and i know justice league came out already but i think visually this is oh it's this cool. is a yeah. joy yeah yeah yeah, and um, you know, I I actually really kind of like the the beginning there because super. I, it's, this is so much about going back to Superman's original roots that most of us have never read. It's you know a lot yeah. of golden age concepts, and is that Superman was you know champion of the poor, and yep. he he went after corrupt politicians and slum lords and mm-hmm. that's what he did so you know it's funny yeah, as we talk really about it I'm, I'm hating it less yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, i mean because like i think i was so struck by how it wasn't all-star superman you know which yeah. is really almost okay. an unfair thing but I, I i just couldn't because it is written by the same guy you know I, I just was really struck by like that i didn't like this take as much as i loved that one but mm-hmm. uh but yeah you know it it as we're talking about it, a lot of the things that you guys have mentioned, as well as the few things I've mentioned, I, I did enjoy. So I think it was more of a, um, I, I'm penalizing it for what it wasn't versus praising uh, it for yeah. what it was, you know, and that's not fair. So, yeah. Cool. Well, good. Aww, that's what we're here for, Jason. You it's guys like talk comic, it's, on it. It's like, <laughs> it's like comic book therapy. Um, <laughs> a, a book that, uh, a book that I went into with bad preconceived notions. It's like, I'm probably not going to like this, is the book that, that smacked me in the face with awesome. In the face. Okay. OMAC was so yes! good. Yes! Yes! That's what I want. <laughs> that was my oh. runner-up, dude. That was my runner-up. Yes. Oh. That's what I wanted to read so bad. I oh. Didn't oh. Yet. Speaking of artwork, it is so good. need to draw more, dude. I know he's into the writing and stuff now, but oh. my God, did that look good. Keith wow. Giffen channeled the kirby crackle awesome oh my god it was awesome it, it, he i'm i'm like two pages into this and i'm like oh my god this is giffen doing kirby it's like as it, when we whenever we freak out whenever we see tom Seeley's work and just how the love letter that he writes to kirby with his art it, that is what giffen is doing and I mean, this is oh Omac so oh, energetic, God, you know. I, and for younger listeners, I mean, I'm sure most of our listeners are old folks like us. But for the younger listeners who maybe don't know as much about Keith Giffen as, a, as an illustrator, he's always been a guy that was such great. I think he's a perfect superhero illustrator because oh, yeah. he's always bringing 
great framing sequences, great action. He always conveys action, and that's not always easy to do. I mean, a lot of guys are not that good at, at conveying action, and when you read a Giffen book, it it feels like there's just stuff happening on every single panel, and man, it felt like that with Omak. It was just, I mean, if oh. you think about it, like a third of the pages are just them talking to, you know, talking bodies in a lab, but it didn't feel that way. It just felt no. like there was happening in every single page it was just so much fun oh my god the the lab pages that's when it's um uh, the mild spoilers and, and setup is that the, the entire story you know, almost the entire story takes place at the cadmus labs which you know dc fans know cadmus that you know that's kind of like the uh, mad scientist corporation and there's always weird stuff that comes out of cadmus well there is a, apparently a a hidden part of cadmus and i'm not going to give a ton away but there's a, a a hidden part of cadmus that is basically like the 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 unlocked door to Kirby's brain because they they show this and it's it's that page that spread where I'm just like okay this book just got fucking awesome yeah and you know it, this is the of all the books of course this is the one that it's the most the shame that Vince isn't here because uh, uh, Vince is gonna love this book he's gonna love this book I mean he we knew he would love it anyway because it's Omac but the allusions to some of the characters we see at the uh, hidden part of Cadmus. I mean, he's going to, I mean, he's, I'm sure when he read that today, he plots. I mean, the, uh, it, the gobblers. Yeah. I mean, come on. Come on. It, oh, it, so, and, but the shocking part of this, we should say, is that, is that Dan DiDio wrote it, right? You know, that was, <laughs> yeah. I, I, mean, point. I was like, this was the one, you know, I said I was going to read all 52 of these and I was going to stick by that no matter what, but, but, <laughs> You know, if I had sort of a short list of the of the five that I would probably thought I would least enjoy, it's Dio. And again, I actually think Dio is a fine editor in chief. Like I have no issue with the, with the guy as as a as a person or even in his main job. But I I've only seen him write one thing, and that was The Outsiders, and I thought it was terrible. Mm-hmm. So I was nervous because I was like, man, I'm like, I wish I kind of had wished he had taken on a a book that I clearly that had you no didn't want to read. Yeah, yeah, but 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 I got like, hey, look, it's only one issue, but he. He, as much as Giffen, told a fun, energetic story that clearly is an homage to Kirby and and uh, and the Fourth World, and and I, I got to give him props for it. Yeah. Um, and, and I and I I want to give props to the whole creative um, uh, staff on this one, and it is um, in the opening credits. It's story and art by by Cracklin Keith Giffen and Darian Dan DiDio. So I think that I think that Keith. Keith Giffen is, is maybe this boy out. yeah you know I think that I think that that he and DiDio probably worked on this together I don't know any of this but just in in how the credits are laid out that it's story and art by you know both of them I, I think that I think that Giffen and DiDio are are now a team that that works well together yeah so um so that's cool uh uh, listener to the show, a good good friend of uh, of eleven o'clock. Uh, the inks uh, are from sensational Scott Koblish. Yep, Koblish nice. did a great. I mean, the, the whole book. This is a book where I, I would love to own a page of this book. I, uh, it was. Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna race you for one in New York. Well, you yeah, you know. Well, hey, we, there's there's twenty two of them, buddy. So we're good. Hey, <laughs> uh, uh, I, I thought I thought the lettering in this book was fantastic well, honestly this book yeah uh I, I, whereas i think um 
Animal Man was my favorite book of the of the week, mm-hmm. uh, and I did think Travel w- was great. I think in terms of a total package of a just a a classic comic book, I thought this was the best total package. I thought this this you know from 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 uh, pencils to inks to to coloring to lettering to the story, I thought this was the one that felt the most like it felt when I read a new book when I was you know twelve years old. You know I, I, mean? was, like, I, I was shocked when I put it down that, and I came to the kind of this this silly epiphany that um, we've gotten so used to um, the house styles of Marvel and DC that you know, we we kind of come to you know expect a certain style of comic from from both of those companies, and this is the first first book in a long time from marvel or dc that i felt was um creatively unhinged where it's just like yeah we're just gonna throw a bunch of shit out there and boom here it is and you just look i mean hot chicks machine guns in their mouths i mean come on yes yes that's awesome awesome, dude yeah it's uh, that this i mean this was by today's comic book market this was an image book yeah, you know what? It felt you're right. It felt so much like an image book. Uh, cool. You know, and and not to be like this isn't the night to talk about the numbers, but just based on like guy fanboy, you know, looking at the number of pulls for each book and that sort of thing. It seems like this is a book that's getting image relatively numbers. low amounts of interest, <laughs> you know, versus other ones. And it's going to be a shame. I mean, again, if they can keep this, it's only one issue, so you never want to. But but I thought this was just a terrific start. And to those of you that were on the fence about this one and value our oh, opinions, so give this one a try, man, because it, it's, oh it's a lot of fun. Even if it's only 6 to 12 issues, it's going to be a fun ride, for real. Every, everything that we ever complain about comics, you know, not... Um, a taking advantage of the medium or using the unlimited budget that is a comic book or just the th- everything the coloring lettering just throwing it out there and having a blast with it that's what this book was mm-hmm. loved it loved it loved it loved it so okay, we'll do- much around for its money he, uh, a little bit, <laughs> a little bit, and I'm 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 Keith Giffen's new biggest fan because it was God, it was beautiful. Uh, do we have any other of the uh, the the new fifty two that we want to talk about uh, before we before we spread the love upon uh, other companies? Do we, do we want to talk about Detective? Oh, I haven't read it yet, and uh, right, yeah, okay, go go right, go ahead. Go ahead. No, I, I think, I, I think, you know what? Let's wait because I happen to know that Vince loved yes, it. Yes. Yes. And 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 I'll just I'll I'll prelude to say I did not share that opinion. Yeah. So Love let's save that for. Word. Yeah. Let's save that for either next week and then we can we can adjourn all of the rest of the uh, chatter of the books we haven't yet talked about. We'll gleefully be happy to talk about them on the forums because uh, I'd I'd, lo- I'd very much like to share my thoughts and get other people's thoughts on the other books too. So. Cool. All right. Well, good. Well, what would we like to move on to? Uh, who, who read something not DC that uh, that strokes their uh, strokes their pony? Did uh, Did anybody read the rents? The who? The rents? Yes. No. No. I don't even. I I know not what you it's speak bad. of. Wow. The first issue was a buck. Uh, it was. Uh, it was a. Uh, it's a boom. Studios book. Oh, that explains it. And uh, and it is rather 
well done. It is not a. Uh, it's very. Like ah uh, no, I don't want to say if you like criminal, you'll like this. It's there. It's it's not a superhero book at all. Basically, the rinse is all about laundering money, and oh. uh, it's it's uh, written or created and written by Gary Phillips, art by Mark Lamming, uh, and it's it's a very. You know what? I don't even know if this is a uh, if it's an ongoing. Really, I saw that the first issue was a buck. It was, uh, it I think it was a quarter at DCBS. So, um, and and my box came today, and it was. Uh, it's just I like the art. You um, the you get basic. It, it's kind of like I guess the way Ocean's Eleven, the Ocean's movies, kind of start where you get a feel for who this person is and and how he does his job and and. Uh, how he interacts with people. Uh, he's basically the guy that um, that other people. His name is Sinclair, and people go to him to uh, to launder money. And he's very particular as to who he works with and, or for. Uh, it's I, I, I'm I guess purposely. I know I'm doing a, a, a poor job of, of, of selling this or, or setting this up, but it's it really it was one of those things where the the price helped because I didn't know what to expect and and I mean I read Malignant Man and that was different than, than what I was thinking from Boom and uh, I just I figured I'd give it a shot. I'm glad I did. I, I do recommend it if if you kind of like oh, well all right if if you like the Parker stuff by by by, by Darwin Cook you'll probably dig this. I know there's a thread on the forum. Someone was asking about, you know, some of the noir-type comics out there, and I do believe The Rinse was mentioned a couple of times. I don't know if I'd classify it as noir, but mm-hmm. it's just if, if um, you know, after you've read your OMAC and your action and and <laughs> and all the other new 52 books, if if you want to take a little bit of a break from the characters that can lift up cars and, and throw them over buildings this is just more real world type stuff but it's uh it's just it's a neat um you know obviously i don't think you're supposed to like this guy because he does not good things but it's um it's it sets up a uh somewhat of a mystery that uh you'll follow along as 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 the story progresses but it's it's definitely something that i would i i, I would recommend i said i mean it, the first issue's a buck i i don't think you can go wrong for trying it like that the art's really uh sharp but it's it's um yeah, it's, it's definitely something i would honey check it out you got me mesmerized your black hair and your fat ass thighs Street poetry is my everyday But yo, I gotta stop when you drop my weight If I was working at the club, you would not pay Ayo, hey, my man Fife Diggy, he got something to say I like him brown, yellow, Puerto Rican, a Haitian Well, if you want to uh, talk real world I've got uh, I've got one it's, I almost feel um, like I shouldn't talk about it without Vince here Because he's either going to love this book or hate it <laughs> Uh, have you guys um, had a chance to read The Big Lie yet? No, no. In, in the fact, I wasn't planning on reading it, but <laughs> but if you convince me otherwise, I, I, I may change my mind. You know, I no. Um, I, I I I really liked it, but I you know I I'm a I'm a nerd for conspiracy theories and and you know that that kind of stuff. Um, you know, JFK is one of my favorite movies. Um, it is by Rick Veach and uh, Gary Erskine. 
yeah. did, did the art. It is, Army we had, love, uh, right? what? Army at Love? Uh, yeah, I believe so. Yeah, yeah, that sounds right. That sounds right. Um, it's one of the... Which I despised. It, it's it's one of the... As soon as uh, he said Veach, I'm like, yeah, that's... that's you know, uh, <laughs> we, we had, we had uh, a discussion that, that started with this book when it was solicited, yes. and it's one of... Oh, this like, is the book. That's yeah, that book. Yeah, yeah. yeah. All right, okay. it, it's like one of three form threads that we've ever had to go into and, and lock just because yeah, yep. the the con- the conversation had gotten into this this yeah. uh, right. cir- circular um, storm of 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 crap that was going nowhere and it was just making people angry and they were yelling back and and forth at, at each other and uh, and I think I'm it was funny I, I remember this because I I read I read the issue and I was like oh I remember we had talked about this and David will be angry with me if I don't use the search function to post in the original thread and I went back and I found the thread and I went to the last post and it was me locking it and I'm like oh maybe I won't bring this book up again but uh, the 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 breakdown of the big lie is that um, it is it is basically a conspiracy theorist comic about the events of nine eleven, and the setup yeah, is the 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 setup is is pretty interesting in that there is a oh sorry ESPN update uh, there is a, a scientist who has um, found the keys to unlocking time travel and travels back ten years ago from from now to uh, to nine eleven uh, in an attempt to stop the events uh, of the day and and save her husband who worked in one of the one of the uh, the trade center towers uh, she miscalculates her jump she wanted to um uh, arrive on september 6th to give her time to 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 convince people and, and stop this well mistakenly she she materializes an hour and a half or so before before the planes uh, crash into the trade center well mm-hmm. she you know goes up to her husband's office and he works for a risk management company and they just happen to be talking about um, the uh, the plausibility of this film director who wants to uh, blow up a building for a, for a big budget Hollywood movie and they're they're talking about what it would take to do that and and uh, it's kind of some interesting stuff to kind of set up and 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 for people that that maybe you know don't remember the time very clearly, it kind of uh, through their conversation conversation talks about some of the the world politics going on and just kind of the the state of the world at that time. Well, this the scientist um, gets there and her husband kind of recognizes her recognizes her, but it's like you're not my wife, and she's like yes, I'm from the future, blah blah blah, and of what's going to happen and we have to clear out the buildings and blah 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 and she is showing them all this stuff on an iPad and they're like ooh that's cool and they <laughs> end up and they end up being like more interested in the iPad than the uh-huh. than the story that she's trying to tell them and then that's when it gets into the conspiracy theory of did the government know about the attacks before they happened did they and then it goes a step further did the government actually 
uh, aid in bringing the towers down and mm-hmm. it gets into a lot of stuff that that you know believe it or or not or investigate it or not that's all up to you what right. i did like about the book is that it it reminds us that we should never take someone else's word at face value especially if it's True. the government or the media don't stop being a critical thinker if something doesn't seem right it it there's a reason for that and whether it's a full-on conspiracy or whether you you believe that or not you know there's there's no questioning that that balls were dropped in in the in the the months and weeks and days leading up to what happened and and red flags were missed and and something wasn't right on that day that never should have been allowed to happen and those questions are asked and and I think it's important for us whether it's you know to do with 9-11 or wars or mayoral elections, whatever. If something doesn't seem right, it's for a reason. And don't stop being a critical thinker. And, you know, Veach may be pushing this way, you know, pushing that envelope really fucking hard. But, you know, there's also no denying that it was a, 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 a tragic event that also benefited certain agendas and and that's that's the kind of stuff that that he's talking about in this so yeah Here, you know. here's my i'll just and I, I know we don't want to turn this into a big debate so here, here's my, no it's my more about one, the con the comic than than the politics of it but yeah ahead. here's here's my one issue i really have with it because because i agree with what you're saying about um and the older i think the older one gets and i speak from personal experience mm-hmm. the the more skeptical you become about particularly about with the media and the government report, so I, so I definitely think there's value in questioning uh, what you're told is gospel. Um, so I have no issue with 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 skepticism. In fact, uh, I value skepticism. Um, I, I find the 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 timing of the issues released particularly troublesome. Um, I that it's on the I, anniversary. Yeah, I find it. I find it particularly. I I find it hard to believe that it was by coincidence that this book comes out oh, no on way. the tenth, yeah. the week of the tenth anniversary of. Oh, he didn't 11. say that, did he? I mean, did he he didn't say that. Uh, that I mean, is it, coincidence. <laughs> yeah, no. I mean, it, it obviously there's no way. Right, no, but I'm saying. So I, I guess I I again just just I'm, I'm bothered by that in the sense that that to me the the only whether you believe there was more to the story or not don't do whatever the one thing i hope all people at least in our country can 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 agree upon is that it was a tragedy that cost a lot of people their lives needlessly oh, and yeah. still uh, do and, and and it still had repercussions uh for a lot of people and they're in the, in fact there's a fascinating article in a uh, uh, this week about uh, the, the children of nine eleven that you know they're all because a lot of these kids that lost their yeah. their parents yeah. are you know their now, teens and twenties now yeah yeah and uh, and um, so I just I, I found that offensive but but again that that's a personal thing I, I, I take you were you were there I mean that's yeah yeah, yeah. well that, it's not even about that like actually it's funny yeah. you say that because I'm getting off on a real tangent here but um, the, the New York Jets coach uh, made a comment about how he's feeling more pressure in this week's game than he's ever had in his career because of the anniversary of 9-11 and that he feels he has to, you know, they, they, it's like a duty to win the game. And I actually have real issues with that as well because while certainly 
being in New York and 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 it was in it, it, obviously Manhattan and the towers was affected. This was a national tragedy. This was not. Yeah. Yes, the, the the specific people who lost their lives, at least the majority of them, died in were New Yorkers. It, wa- it wasn't New York's disaster, exactly. And so, and, and that isn't. I, I don't want people in your. I, I, this was clearly because of where it happened. It affected New York in a way that is is more profound than a lot of other more, people. It's more, more personal. Yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, my friend in San Diego, you know, to him it was something he saw on the news, and I get that. But 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 that said. Um, you know, this this is not like I just because you were like, well, you were in New York. Yes, I was, but but that's this isn't about that. I'm just saying I I feel like um, there are plenty of time to sort of question the answers and be skeptical and 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 and, and cause a stir and and uh, and I just I guess I I I find it hard to understand why this week was the week to do that. Uh, right. so. yeah. yeah, I mean, and I wonder if and and and. Probably not because of the subject matter. I, I want. It's. I do want to ask though, Jason, if if we know your, your feelings on on Rick Beach as a creator, but if if um if all right, if, so if Rob Liefeld, who we know is is doing the Bible comic, right? If, if he were to do something like this, I mean, would it still? I, I have a feeling you your your stance would still be the same regardless of. Sure, because remember, as much as I, I love I love my boy, uh, it'd be you know he did this, some religious comics right. not too long ago that I was none too uh, none too um, complimentary of. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, no, I mean that's uh, that's it's not my. So I don't want anybody to think that right, yeah, because it's Veach, you know that that's why. Oh right, no, yeah, we're right, and in fact, um, I don't even know, you know, that's an interesting thing because I remember when we had this particular thread and it was very heated. Um, I don't recall that there were some controversies to because Veach was hired to do this by the guy that runs this very conspiratorial. Yes, place. right, right, and and I'm not sure that Veach is on record as even ha- sharing these views. I, yeah, because someone found an interview and right in the thread, and it's just like, well, wait. So, are, are so I don't see what they misconstrue this as being a thing where Veach right. is espousing this. My understanding is that he was. Now I don't I don't know that he's come out in either side. But he may believe this. He may not. But I, as far as I know, the only official record is that he was paid a pretty handsomely sum to illustrate this book for this gentleman who who runs Erskandrew. Yeah, yeah, yeah. wrote it. The 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 um, as, as I'm listening to Chris, the things that pop into my head. I mean, and this is something not this week, but this is probably a story that I'd I'd like to read just to get that. I mean, my my uncle worked in the tower i had to call i it took me all day to find out if if he made it out okay um and then we got to hear that story afterwards so i mean all day i'm i'm, I'm my my mother's boyfriend had an appointment that uh that morning which uh which either i think he was late for or was rescheduled i mean we all people i i know where chris is going and and i think more of us in new york have stories where if 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 we know people who work in the city that we might have a closer connection to that, but I, I definitely agree with Jason where it's it, it's a national disaster or tragedy. Yeah, um, it, it was a, it was a natural or not it was a national it was an it was a national attack, but it it was very personal in yeah. in New York and don't forget, agree, you know sure, and, sure. and Washington D.C. You know with the with the Absolutely. Pentagon and in Pennsylvania, when yeah, the, right? Sure, the I mean it was who more were on that plane, yeah. The, the the things I got out from, from out of it from when Chris is talking is you can always tell when someone is not from New York when they say the Trade Center Towers or they refer to it as anything other than other than the towers or or or, or the Trade Center. But uh, as I'm hearing about this woman show them the story on the iPad, I'm trying to figure out 
if it was a if it was Wi-Fi only, where the hell was she getting the signal? To the <laughs> and if it wasn't and was picking up three G, where the hell was it picking up three G? But well, that's, it, it, it was funny because they said this can't be from Apple. <laughs> that that company sucks. <laughs> their, 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 their stock is in the toilet. <laughs> so, it's just it's, funny. But as far as um, as in far 2001, as it was. Stuff, it's it's just it is one of those things where I, I guess I'll. I'll read this before I read We Three. I'm sure. Ah, interesting. Uh, okay, okay. And 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 like I said, believe it, don't believe it, whatever. It, it never hurts to uh, uh, never hurts to, to, to read this stuff and form your own opinion and investigate a little bit. But uh, um, I've got one other thing that I think that we can all bounce around, and sure. uh, it can be brief, and I can just say. Thank you, and I'm sorry I wasn't reading this all along. <laughs> I think I know where you're going. I oh, uh, hell yeah, boy! I, I didn't you read and David need to, need to genuflect to my ass. Uh, uh-huh. Be like, Wood knows what he's talking about. I, <laughs> yeah, I kind of owe Wood big big apologies on a, on a cut. I read the first issue, was not blown away. Then this weekend, I got the following <clears throat> 13 issues, and... Uh, was thoroughly entertained by uh, Rick Remender's Uncanny X Force. You know this. I only read the fir- I've only been able to read the first four so far, and, and oh, yeah. uh, it's really it's, good. It is. Yeah, I mean, my my notes for it are wow with an exclamation mark. <laughs> um, I'm, I mean, I was I was impressed all across the board because normally I'll read a team book and it's like Jesus Christ, this this character is fucking annoying and and I, I there was mm-hmm. absolutely nobody even phantom x there's nobody and even deadpool there's nobody, even phantom x dude <laughs> phantom x is the shit i know i know here i am i'm i'm loving phantom x and deadpool i went to the mirror to see if i was getting taller and thinner like jason <laughs> but even, i'm gonna get a big phantom x uh, eva tattooed on my shoulder there you at, go uh, near oh phantom. nice there's not really uh, but there's um I mean, even even Wolverine talking about you know get 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 your faux French ass up and <laughs> which is just, so funny. I thought, I thought I mean, I haven't seen. I guess I haven't seen Warren as a leader since those old Simonson squared issues of X. Right, and it's just mm-hmm. it's nice seeing him like I don't want to say man up, but just like he's this is his show and uh, Wolverine, I guess oh, is, is is the co chair and and that's cool and all, but it's it's like. Um, I'm fine with Betsy. I'm fine. I'm fine with everybody. And and it's it's just and, and when we get introduced to the final horsemen, I'm looking at I, I I love it when comics make me do this. I'm looking at the four of them, and we were already introduced to war earlier in the arc. And I see the four of them over uh, over standing over the members of of Uncanny X Force. And I'm trying to figure out okay who's who. And this one this one's got to be pestilence. This one's going to be famine. And then I turn the page. And we get the quick little one-page origins of each of them, and I was wrong on every single one. And I was just like, "That's so cool!" Because I'm looking at the cat like I thought the, mm-hmm. the drummer would have been Death, because you know I'm thinking Death March and 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 things like that. And it, well, no, I, I was way wrong. But I just I really really enjoyed what Remender was doing. I mean, and I, I still have I, I have I have five through fourteen to read. And, and Jerome, I'm, by the way. Oh my God, the art is, oh, no, dude. is fantastic. Seriously, I mean, we were talking about rags earlier. And Jerome, if you happen to listen to this, I don't think you do. But in case you someone tunes you in because you get it on a Google search or something, sell a brother some art. Damn, <laughs> it was. It's, He's awesome. I, yeah, yeah no, it really is. And 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 I mean, you guys can definitely talk about what happened issues five on, but that last. 
page, in, or no, the last couple pages in the fourth issue, and then and then the final last, then the final page, which is basically silence. But that whole that whole scene when when and like you talked about a couple weeks ago, Jason, where you know we've already seen a lot of these stories, but here's another here's a different take. Right on an apocalypse tale, and then you get to the end, and, mm-hmm. and I'm thinking, I'm thinking, no, everything, you know, they're, they're, it's all good. That's what utopia is all about. They'll, they'll, oh, well, maybe I shouldn't have said anything then. Cause, well, yeah. it's it, and I, and I, I'm not going to give a ton away. I'm, I keep saying that this episode. Um, I, I was, I was checked out by the time the Age of Apocalypse came around, mm-hmm. and. I really enjoyed the remaining issues in this series, and so that's saying something. And by the way, for you Age of Apocalypse uh, fans out there, uh, in this month's previews, they are soliciting the Age of Apocalypse omnibus, which yes. I have been eagerly awaiting. So, Never read it. Never read it. Was I have all the issues, because we have fantastic <sighs> forum members. Yeah, that's right. That's right. I don't... Is it something I need to? No, it's not something you need in? to. I mean, it's it's you know the the longer you go, I mean it's uh it's it's it holds a special place in my heart. But I but yeah. I I can't say that it's. I mean, okay. you know, there's lots of great comics out there, so I can't tell you you need to read this. Okay, okay. You may because, not need to yeah, read it in an omnibus format. I mean, you could probably score. I mean, there's there's what. Yeah, this would things? right. This would qualify along with many of the other more recent omnibus omnibus of Marvel's putting out, where you do oh. not uh, you. You could uh, you could be getting these issues much cheaper in a non omnibus form. Speaking of speaking of uh, of X Men Omnibuy, uh, the X Men Volume Two is coming out that has all the Neil Adams stuff. Yeah. Oh. oh now, if you're looking for an omnibus that's that's got stuff that you can't buy other places, then the uh, the also this month is the Avengers. Uh, omnibus, which I've also been eagerly waiting, and that collects the first, uh, I think, twenty 30 issues. First thirty, 30 issues, yeah. yeah. Wow. Now that's now that's a great value because yeah. because you, you can't. I mean, you know that. <laughs> Good luck getting number four. Yeah, I mean, you know the the Avengers number four, even in a reader copy, is you know a couple thousand dollars. So I mean, yeah. so yeah. And and the mass. I mean, the only way they get in color is what the masterworks, which are not cheap. Yeah, right. that's, yeah. yeah. It's like yeah. what five six issues. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So this is. Yeah. I'm. I'm definitely going to get that. that. That is my. Um. It's one of my all-time favorite covers. I, I actually have a poster of Avengers number one on my office wall. Mm-hmm. I think oh, it is. Wow. I, I think it is one of one of the best covers ever made. It's it's so perfect. Nice. Yep. It is really good stuff. So yeah. Uh. Jason, you were dead on. About uh, Uncanny X Force. Respect. I, I, I loved all. There, probably, um, I thought that was the, was it the the point one issue, which is the the Wolverine assassination issue with the uh, the the old Nazi guy. Uh, I, thought, Nazi guy. I mean, I don't I don't remember if it was the point one issue. Yeah, I think that, that that was the only one I was like, eh, eh, okay. Mm-hmm. Um, Everything else has been has been fantastic with it, and I'm hats off to Remender. There, occasionally, I will read a Deadpool comic that I think Dan, Daniel Way has done some some cool stuff, and there's a few other Deadpool stories that I've that I've enjoyed. Remender's Deadpool is the first one that I've read that he is not just um, a joke. 
there's actually some right, depth right. to his character, and I really like that. I mean, he's funny, and he's fucking crazy, but he has depth, and that's the first time I've ever seen that with that character, and I really like it. Uh, yeah, I look, I mean, I'm, I, I will say as the, as the book goes on, you know, they, they've had a rotating group of artists, um, you know, s- some, some great, some okay. Um, but, uh, but yeah, that it's, it's, it's definitely, I think, Remender's strongest Marvel work. Um, mm-hmm. you know, I, I, obviously I still love Fear Agent like a few other books, but, but to me that he, this is just totally in his wheelhouse and, uh, and he's, you know, he's been very, very candid. He's a, yeah, I love how honest he is and he's been very candid about how, when he got the X-Force assignment, like his first thought was he was going to take, you know, the Hulk and, you know, Thor and like all these different guys and make them the horsemen. And he was all giddy or Namor. And like, and then Axel Alonso, he said, you know, basically sat him down and said, you know, bro, like slow your roll. You know, you don't like, you can, you're more creative than that. Like, let's, let's, you know, let's, let's tell the story for the story's sake and not just like have a bunch of, you know, cameos that's been done before. And, and, uh, and, you know, he said that really totally got him to sort of, like roll back into himself and 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 just let the creative juices flow and and remember that even though it's he's working in a big corporate universe with lots of existing properties he's still got some creative freedom to to yeah. do things he wants to do and once he that kind of clicked in his mind he was able to much have have a much you know more fluid time of it and it definitely shows i think so i um, i think cre- creatively um it kind of reminds me of a little bit of iron fist in that it's 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 building some stuff and building new characters and i feel like i'm i'm reading you know it, it it's weird because he does kind of go back on a lot of a lot of x legend and lore but mm-hmm. um but but I feel like I'm reading something new and fresh. Yeah, yeah, for sure. It's good. It is. I'm enjoying it. So how about you guys? Uh, um, well, I uh, I read um, the first issue of the new Sergio Aragones um, book oh, that funnies? he's putting out. Funny, yeah, the funnies. Ah. Yeah, it's funny. Um, it is exactly. It's uh, <laughs> it's exactly what I hoped it would be, which is that um, uh, I. I was not a, a huge Gru reader. Like, I, I mean, I, I definitely read a bunch of issues of it. Like, I, certainly for a time. I mean, I probably read twenty, thirty issues of it, but I, I, I didn't keep up with it so much. Um, not, not for any particular reason. Like, I don't look back on it and think, oh, I didn't. Like, I, I enjoyed it enough, but it just it didn't keep me. But I always loved Sergio's stuff in Mad. I mean, always. I mean, um, so I was hoping this would be. A little bit of uh, Sergio's own little playground to do with as he pleased, and almost like an anthology. And that's exactly what it was. It, it very much felt like a, um, you know, Mad has over the years, particularly when they were more popular. But when we were kids, you know, they would put out those like paperbacks that would collect different, you know, the, the Don Martin ones. Yeah. And, and, and this kind of felt like a Sergio, you know, collection of some of Sergio's pieces from a Mad magazine run. You know, and uh, and I just adored that. You know, I love him. I think he's a he's a funny detailed illustrator um you know he's obviously a master of his craft he's been doing this for a long time very consistently uh and it was just terrific it was you know little some were little vignettes some were longer stories um and i just thought it was it was great i um it was exactly what i wanted and i, I would commend anyone that likes humor comics uh to it to your attention i think it's it's well worth the money and a, ma- a master humorist cartoonist too. So, yeah absolutely it was yeah. it was exactly what i'd hoped it would be so I agree. Yes. Yes, sir. Oh, I know, Chris. I wanted to ask you, um, and maybe we talked about this and I was just 
Hammered or something, and I don't remember, but have we, <laughs> have we talked about uh, Rucka's Punisher yet? You know what? I haven't read it yet. I oh, have, interesting. Okay. Yeah, I, I, I'll, 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 have the, uh, I'll have the first two issues read next week. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I, yeah, uh, we, can, we can table that then. That's fine. I just, I, I'm just surprised because I figured, like, I know we talked a lot about Daredevil, and uh, <laughs> and then and then you know Punisher followed it right right behind it. And it's obviously by Chris's favorite writer, Greg Rucka, and his return to Big Two Comics. And um, I just, uh, I, I actually hadn't read it. I read it uh, today, in fact. So I just was. I, I, le- I learned. I learned a while ago that um, that Greg's comics are usually a little bit of a slow burn. And so I was um, either going to a let them stack up a little bit, um, but then I'm I'm trying honestly I'm trying to cull out a lot of my um, my single issues right now, and so I just, I made the decision when that was coming out. It's like, am I going to double dip on this, or am I just going to wait for the trade? And I'm just gonna I'm just gonna wait for the trade. Um, which speaking of interesting note, I bought I bought. Um, Stormwatch and Action tonight on the on the way home, but mm-hmm. um, I um, uh, I bought digitally today um, uh, with OMAC and uh, and Swamp Thing. Mm-hmm. Um, so you know I'm I'm kind of the comics I don't want to wait for. It's like I'm at work and I'm like okay getting ready to take lunch. It's like yeah, I'm gonna read I'm gonna read a couple comics and so I downloaded those two so I'm kind of mixing it up there and you know buying some digitally some you know some uh paper comics and, and then I'll buy some in trade so yeah I will have to say uh I was a little confused today because I went to the DC Comics app on my iPad which uh-huh. is powered by Comicsology and I I didn't see any of the new comics I'm mm-hmm. like, what's going? What is going on? I'm like, what are they? Are they blowing day and date like the very first week? Um, <laughs> and, and then I, I I went to Comicsology's app, which I also have my iPad, and lo and behold, they were right there. Yep. So, and I know that a lot of the storefronts, like DCBS, has them also, which is also powered by Comicsology. But you can go to a lot of the different online stores, and they have them too. So I don't know exactly what was happening today, but I will say to Comicsology's credit. Um, I bought uh, I bought them on Comicsology this morning and uh, it went beautifully. Uh, they they uh, like I was using 3G over the air on the bus and they downloaded quickly and uh, they were beautiful. I mean, they looked great on screen. Um, so I I, I got to give them props. They 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 they're executing well. I mean, it's, yeah. it's I just definitely- yeah. I I really like the fact that. I have so many different options to read comics now, whether it's, you know, and I'm reading on, you know, multiple digital form, you know, platforms and then I have the beautiful hardcover editions and then just the regular single issues. It's, it's really, it's it's really pretty exciting time to be a comic book fan because you can get them any way that your little heart desires. Yeah, for sure. So it's cool. It's it's it is nice. David, do you have anything else for us? This is your chance, man. Vince isn't here. You can talk. <laughs> oh, that's true. Yeah. Uh, no, I was going to talk about the the uh, issues four and five, I think, of Butcher Baker, the Righteous Maker. But as I said, since my DC Xbox came today, I want to read the next issue before I uh, oh. dive into them. I, but, I mean, as far as um, what uh, what finally arrived in, 
in this shipment. I mean, I now I finally have the uh, the complete Echo, uh, the second volume of BPRD, the um, and the too much coffee man on the bus. So I am going to have quite a bit of uh, collections to on actual paper. I can put the iPad down for a little bit and uh, <laughs> and 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 read that. But I am um, I'm, I'm you know as as uh, we're in September now, and it's going to get cooler. I love the autumn. I love fall. I, I love this weather. So it um, we won't be sitting uh, sitting around outside as much. And and uh, I'm looking forward to sitting down as as Renee's going to be with her Kindle, and I'll have uh, I'll have a bunch of collections to read, especially as um as we get into the holidays and things like that. So I'm 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 really amped to uh, get some pretty good reading done. As far as the things I have for um, for this week, I think just um, seriously, I uh, I've been really impressed with um, with the way the whole digital has uh, has been happening for DC with, with with the day and date, and it's and I mean and everything has been pretty much I think even online, whether on the forums or on Twitter or anything, for the most part, a lot of people have been positive, and then I mean now now we're just we're I think we're past the point where it's here day and 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 receiving your your books either on on paper or digitally. I mean that, that now that that's here and we're all happy about it and and we're applauding DC for that. Now we're actually reading the stories to see you know what we're going to continue to get and and I think I mean from what I can tell, I think people are being fair. You know, no one is no one is is looking at it as as um, as 100% positive because they're they're behind this digital initiative and and therefore the stories must be good. I think you know I think there are people who are actually looking at it just as if they were buying them from the comic shop in mm-hmm. a physical format. So I mean I'm I'm um, I kind of enjoy sitting back and just watching it it all happen and see everybody's reactions and, and see what their uh, see what their thoughts on. But I um it it I mean you know it's September and I said before, and I'm just, it's, there are some good things happening from DC this month, and, and, uh, and I have a whole bunch of things to read from other publishers, and, and I'm just really stoked. I'll have some good things to do. Well, guys, it's uh, we have a big vent-sized hole in our in our hearts this evening. But uh, uh, shall we uh, shall we try and go out strong with some uh, some in your travels here? I wonder. I wonder how many people did not buy the thirteen new books from DC, thinking that they'll listen to Vince spoil them all tomorrow right <laughs> now you actually have to read your books this week people but seriously i mean if if um i it it, it i mean on one hand we got to talk but on the other it, it it is kind of a bummer to not have vince here when when 
especially Omac of all books. But I, mean, I know, I mean, and, and oh, he'll talk about like it. He can, exactly, it's not like he'll never be able to talk about it. But it's just, it was, uh, you know, and 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 things happen, things come up. We definitely understand. We just we, Vince will be on here being we like, "Missed you, buddy." Oh my God, I can't believe you guys missed so much in Omac. Page one, <laughs> panel one. If you look it's... into the distance, <laughs> again. See that crackle? Uh-huh. <laughs> Exterminate. Um, yeah, we had no breakups tonight. No nothing. It's just like... I know. It's, it's a shadow of its former I multiple episodes. posts in the, in the forum telling us how this was uh, not our best episode. Oh, see, after we were on a roll, and then that one episode last week was on fire, and now this. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well... Uh, uh, Wait, do I need to... It, oh, that's right, because... You go Vince, first. Vince, you go I first, have to buddy. go first. Okay, um, in your travels, and as also a big shout-out and um, uh, a congratulations, and uh, I'm really excited for uh, a forum member and friend of the show, Mr. Tom Scioli, uh, announced yes. with, with Chris Pitzer today no. that they will be collecting in beautiful hardcover uh, form the uh, American Barbarian uh, webcomic that that Tom does, and if you have not read American Barbarian uh, as as much as we were just glowing about OMAC, uh, if you want to see that same kind of energy and creative freedom and just off the wall awesomeness you need to be reading American Barbarian and uh, just you can google it uh, American Bar- oh ESPN update uh, you can you can uh, just google is it is it Amer- americanbarbarian.com is that it i just uh, always I think t- is it ambarb ambar yeah ambarb ambarb i think just Google American okay. Barbarian webcomic. That was right. It's ambarb. A-M-B-A-R-B dot com. See, there Tom, you who, who's your boy, Tom? Who's your boy? I just always click on the link on Twitter whenever he... Tom, I know you're listening. It. I'm looking forward to that commission, buddy. <laughs> oh, I got a I got a page that I cannot wait to get from him. Uh, but anyway, um, uh, I'm sure that uh, um, Chris Pitzer from Ad House, who did the... Uh, um, uh, uh, amazing work like uh, Welcome to Oddville and of course Aphrodisiac and so many other great works so you know that it's going to be a beautiful hardcover uh, and I'm sure that Chris will, will swing by the, the forum and tell us more about it in the uh, the upcoming weeks and months but uh, um, in the meantime before the hardcover comes out go read in American between Barbarian. time in between time thank you sir <laughs> so yes American Barbarian I think uh I think we, we, we need to do it in your travels for Vince. I think he'd recommend Stormwatch. The, uh, I'm going to say um, I've, I've talked about it. I've, I've talked about this miniseries before. Uh, and this was the penultimate issue. There's one issue left. It's a five-issue miniseries. Mystery Men by David Liss and Patrick Zercher. This is uh, it's, it's wrapping up. Things are moving along nicely. I'm sure it will be collected. Uh, definitely pick it up at that point if you haven't been reading it i believe daryl and i are are enjoying this uh it's um seriously i mean everything that i've said in the past and i I don't like repeating myself so so soon after talking about it before but it's uh it's it's definitely something that i if, if you're a fan of the 12 
if if mm. you were a fan of the Marvels project, then uh, then I would definitely. I. I by the way, Daryl's going to be so happy that you that you followed through and 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 acknowledged that you were in agreement with him over something. No, actually, that was Vince. Him and uh, him and Vince, the detective. Oh, oh, okay. My apologies. All right. Yeah. So since, uh, but that that didn't happen. I, I'll okay. pretend that that never go. that. Yeah. So I don't know what he's talking about. <laughs> the uh, the but this was um, this. I mean, he he knows what he's talking about with this this one this time around. It's. I mean, if if, if you're enjoying Black Panther, Chris David List, give it a shot. Zercher is a beast. When, when it comes to the pencils, and it's introducing... New, actually, I'm wrong. It's not introducing new characters across the board. There is a... a uh, the big bad in this is a character who uh, appeared ages ago in the pages of Doctor Strange. Oh. So there, even though these are, for the most part, characters we've never seen before that are... Mm-hmm. Uh, from way back in the timely era, back uh, in the day, back in the day, there was uh, there this there, there is actually a connection to the mainline Marvel universe. But it's I mean even without knowing that, it's still been a fantastic story. And, and like I said, you know the, the the person who I thought was the big bad is still somebody who I kind of hope sticks around and and uh, you know may, maybe becomes a foil for them as opposed to that uh, that movie style trope where the bad guy always has to die at the end of the movie because god forbid that, that it's just it's just a really enjoyable comic that's the subject matter is light especially since uh they just buried the Lindbergh baby they uh there's just um it's it's just something different when, when it comes to marvel even though they've they've done this type of thing with the 1930s depression era characters re- more recently in, in recent years but as as far as you know, if you're if you don't want Spider Island, if you don't want Fear itself, if 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 you don't want to be bogged down with the heavy Marvel continuity, give this a shot. Respect. Cool. Uh, so I have two things to uh, recommend. First, in your travels, uh, treat yourself or a friend to a little something something by going to uh, Top Shelf. Awesome. Uh, their website, TopShelfComics.com. They're having mm-hmm. uh, their annual sale, um, and uh, I have to say, I. As proof that I've been buying a lot of Top Shelf in the last year or two, I went there today excitedly ready to buy some things on sale, and uh, I, I honestly think I own just about everything that is on sale. So, I kind of uh, had a problem with that today. I was like, I right? own most of this. <laughs> yeah, yeah, so, so, which is a credit to Chris Staros and his awesome conclave of uh, mm-hmm. creators that he publishes. But, but nevertheless, for I'm sure many of you... Uh, may not own all of the Top Shelf catalog. And uh, if you don't, this is a great chance to get a discount and also directly support Top Shelf, which, uh, you know, they are a small publisher in spite of the, the high quality of the stuff they put out. They, they you know, they, they could use your ducats. So yes. give it a shot. Uh, and then once you're done doing a little shopping and you uh, want to read something, I'll just uh, I'll uh, reiterate uh, my uh, applause from last week. Uh, and just say please, uh, please read Avengers Academy. I uh, I, I think it's uh, it's one of the better uh, Marvel team books that's out there right now, and uh, it's not getting as much love as some, shall I say, less impressive Marvel team books. Um, <laughs> so, so give it its due, people. Oh, my brother from another mother. Uh, uh, yeah, so there you go. Um, DCBS sponsored this episode. 
you should know all about that by now. So go to uh, dcbservice.com and uh, and check out all of their their awesomeness. And apparently, after last week, this is where we say we're going to hang up, and I go oh, away, <laughs> and and you, you and and you two <laughs> talk to each other for like the next half hour. Record the episode. Is that <laughs> is that is that how that works? I'm just like, yeah. Last week, I'm just like, okay, night, guys. Night so guys. tired. And then and then I find out, like, you know, the next day that you guys just wouldn't wouldn't shut the hell up. Yeah, it was fun, and it was nice. and 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 Chris found out because well, he he, uh, and this is why I decided to to get off my butt and finally get those uh, get those X Force issues. But Chris contact, called me last weekend. Uh, in, to follow up a, a very early uh, birthday, happy birthday! He was wishing me, but we—he was like, "So yeah, so apparently you guys were uh, still talking after I left, huh?" <laughs> like, I guess, yeah, I, for I, like I, an I, hour. Ah, <laughs> uh, but Eight. you don't want—you don't want to hear about you know superpowers toys and 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 secret wars toys and Migos and things like yeah, that. Yeah, you're probably right, David. David, <laughs> yes. Did you hear the, the? And maybe this is more than rumor, but so far I've only heard that uh, in the upcoming episode of Thundercats, we're going to see the Silverhawks. That's see, I, I will if 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 Silverhawks or Galaxy Rangers come back or Bionic Six, I'm like I'll, I'm I'm there. But if if I know that uh, in the recent episode you had the Tiger Sharks, oh, I haven't seen that one yet. Okay, it's I. I'll, all I will say is that of all the episodes so far, I found this one to be the weakest. But I'm okay. interested in your take. Uh, okay. I did see the one before it where they uh, they had to find the Book of Omens. Yeah, dude, that was tight. That, that was that was tight. And this is man. This is this is like a minute after the end of that episode. Uh huh. Is is this episode? So it's, yo, let me say this is some high level shit going on with this cartoon. Seriously, like, like my really? boys, you know my really? my uh, my. My eight, my six-year-olds are watching it with me. In fact, it's cute. They they won't like our DVR. One of our DVRs is just chock full of you know the, the cartoons, and uh, they they have you know they'll any excuse they have to watch them, even if it's one they've seen ten times, they do it. But they uh, for some reason they they save the Thundercats for for when Dad's home because they, they don't do. So we watched it together, a little ritual on Saturdays, and uh, and we were watching the uh, the uh, the Book of Omens one, and like I was thinking about like the 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 pedal one or the the pet whatever they were pedalars the, yeah pedalars and uh, pedal was a Pokemon character but uh, the pedalars and then this one it's like there are a lot of very like deep concepts going on you know time yeah. travel past lives like you know mythology omens and like yeah. uh, you know my, my boys I'm not sure they're really getting a lot of the layers I mean they're still loving it but I'm I'm impressed as hell I mean it's yeah. it's a Really, really it, different. It's it's a good looking cartoon. Oh, I know. It's, it's not, much much different take than the original. Yeah, I mean they 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 look the same. Like a lot of the you know Mumra's there and the the sword of uh, the swords there and the book of omens there. Like all that's House, there. Uh, House Snarf. Oh my dude, he is not. He is not. It's awesome. He's you just remember. a pet. He's he is, seriously is. He's, oh, okay. He's just, yeah, there, there's no oh, snarf line. There, yeah. he's snarf, not snarf. It's snarf, snarf, snarf. Yeah, none snarf. of that. But what's cool none about this, Chris, is this isn't like where it, they're just like the only people on this planet. Like, they're they're they're, they're basically the, the, the Lino is the heir to the, the, the kingdom that, that's been deposed. But, but this is a, a planet rich with life, and there's all kinds of different anthropomorphic species that, that 
have all, I guess, for a long time been subservient to the to the cats, but but they're all still there. It's it's very very cool. It's it's yeah. uh, it's a much different it's layered flavor. It's uh it's it's cool, man. And I'm I'm, I'm loving it to death. Yeah. And and uh, Chris, the uh, the episode that Chris mentioned that Jason mentioned, fucking vodka. The uh, <laughs> the the, the Pedalars episode was actually written by J M De Mateus. Was it really? Oh, really? Yes. Oh, nice. Oh, very cool. Very cool. No, well, it's, it's, uh, it looks good too, and and that's what's cool. I mean, since Jason mentioned, you know, watching it on on via DVR on Saturday mornings when when uh, when they had Young Justice or Brave and the Bold and Clone. I mean, I, I was making my Saturday morning cartoon lineup by recording Cartoon Network Friday night, and then I just sit and watch. watch Same here, buddy. Yeah. It's 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 great because <laughs> I, I mean, and it's um. I mean, and that's, I mean, I know we were talking about Cartoon Network last week, and that's that's pretty much, I mean, I'll, I don't know when anything's on, I'll just, I'll record stuff from Cartoon Network from time to time, and then I'll just sit and watch a block of it, and, and there's my Saturday morning line. Yep, yep, exactly. I mean, the, the, you know, I don't, it's tough for me to say, because I don't know if there's ever been a time where I didn't watch some type of cartoon, but I do feel like we're, the last few years, at least, as long as we've been doing this podcast, a little we bit of a golden age. Yeah. yeah, great renaissance for cartoon. Yeah. You know, whether it's the wacky stuff like the regular show, or you know, I know you guys like Adventure Time. I'm not, but I'm saying like whether it's that sort of off the wall stuff, or, or or the stuff that's more of an homage to you know '80s properties redone, or it's or it's just new concepts. I mean, I really think like there's a lot of good stuff out there now, animated. Yeah. I mean, it's yeah. it's great. Right. Agreed. Absolutely. Oh, and uh, David, you were you were dead on. Um, if you're a if you're a fan of like the early X Men concepts. Um, oh yes, tell Jason about this because he just. No, no I was going to actually. I'm glad you brought. I was actually the, the the last thing on my little checklist here. I wanted to talk about was ask you guys about alphas because yeah. I went to throw it on my DVR, but I I wasn't sure. Like they, you know, I don't. I haven't. I was hoping that they would have like all the episodes available or like repeat, and that's obviously not the case. So I'm I'm wondering the best approach to to diving in because I, I I don't want to just like dive in randomly. I, I may want to have to wait now until the the, the the DVD comes out or the something. I don't know. I, I, does uh, the sci-fi do like marathons or anything like that? I'm like, sure. I'm sure they will. I'm sure that, they yeah, will. I don't think they are right now. Is what I'm saying. No. Gotcha. Yeah. And and I guess I guess there wasn't an episode Monday night. I guess with the holiday, but uh, the next episode. And I even I went to the DVR to, when we got home tonight to see if I could watch it before we recorded, and there wasn't an episode. And when I went to see upcoming episodes, the next one is on the 12th. So it is the next one. It is you. It's the X-Men. It's the X-Men. No, it it is the X-Men. And, and I'm, I'm really enjoying the thread we have for the show. And, and, uh, and I think it's basically me, Alan, Dan, who sent, uh, your boys, the, the, the Pokemon cards. Mm -hmm. Um, and uh, and the Pathetic Club and Jason and and we're just and we basically just kind of dissect and talk about the episodes we've seen. It there there is a story because there is a um that it doesn't necessarily build from one episode to the next. I mean, you could probably watch the next episode. There's a large there's there's a larger a story though. Yeah, yeah, there definitely and and you know we'll see how everything. I mean, it's not like I guess I don't want to say it's like it's like Heroes or the event where where there's going to be like a huge climax. There might be, but you can you could probably watch next week's episode and and get a feel for what everybody's doing. Mm-hmm. But there's there's definitely uh, it's enjoyable 
if you've been watching it from the beginning, because there's actual, as we're talking about it in the thread, you're actually seeing the characters grow. Because if you just yeah. watched an early episode with Gary, who's basically the uh, the autistic dude, but he can pick up uh, radio signals. He's awesome. And, he's my yeah, favorite he, character. He is my favorite. And and but he, um, you know, of course he's he's a little socially awkward. So if um, if you just watched an episode for one of the first couple episodes with him, he'd probably annoy the hell out of you. You won't want anything to do with it, but you've actually seen him grow and, and interact and, and be able to, um, I guess mature with the team. And it's, I mean, there's, there's a couple of characters that I, well, there's one particular character that I really don't like. And it's basically because of the actress, it has nothing to do with her power set or anything like that. But mm-hmm. I am a big, I, I it's, I'm you don't like Nina. I do not like Nina, dude. And and so there's actually <laughs> I I have something to watch on Sci-Fi again, and I haven't had that in ages. So. Yeah, yeah, it's cool. and the reveal for who the leader of of Red Flag. Was, oh, that was awesome! Wasn't it, it was awesome. It was yeah. awesome. Yeah, great, great episode. So yeah, Jason, if any way that you can get a hold of them, yeah, check out Alphas. It is, it's, um, I mean, it's not Deadwood, uh, but it's <laughs> it's 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 good TV. Right, right, right. Yeah, and and you will as a as a comic book fan, and especially as an X Men fan, you mm-hmm. will be very comfortable with the concepts that are nice. out there. Is that basically alphas are mutants, and they are seeking out different uh, different alphas, and some of them are good, some of them are evil, and most of them are just uh, kind of confused about what is going on with them. And then there's government conspiracy and all sorts of good stuff. So That's awesome. Yeah, I, I definitely, I mean, I, I definitely will be checking this out. It's just a question of yeah, how I'm going to do this. Right. Yeah. The, uh, yeah. And I did click on the uh, the link that uh, Frankie the Dildonator posted in the uh, in the Thundercats thread basically the connection uh, with the episode you still have to watch Jason Legacy it um, it confirms the inclusion of both the Silverhawks and the Tiger Sharks in the Thundercats universe we can God clearly, damn we can that is giddiness see, I know but it says we can clearly see Silverhawks nemesis Monstar and the Tiger Sharks hero <laughs> Mako in the clip below so you don't really see the the, the Silverhawks but there is a connection there it seems true listen and before we sign off um, I, I know it's I know most people are, are, are busy folks and so they really only have time to you know listen to an hour or two of podcasts a week in which case obviously our show is the show but if you <laughs> happen to be a long commute and you know you can occasionally throw a bone to another bunch of uh, of chatty Cathy's I guess begrudgingly, I would commend your attention, uh, the iFanboys, uh, if only because they happen to uh, have had their 300th anniversary this past week. So, sure. congrats on 300 episodes, uh, you uh, Jamokis. And uh, you know, so if you uh, if you feel like listening to uh, you know very rigid uh, podcasting, mm-hmm. but they have timestamps. They do have timestamps. Yeah, so. yep. uh, I, I was I was in the the whole UStream thing, and I congratulated them for 300. Pretty decent episodes. Oh, it's true. It's true. As you said, uh, Ron, Ron. It only took Ron three hundred episodes to, to to finally get the pick of the week right. But <laughs> <laughs> why? What did he pick? Animal Man. <laughs> nice. So, so congrats finally, to Connor, Josh, Ron. 
Yes, now, congratulations, guys. For those people that don't know where I'm just fucking, I, but there are boys. I'm just yes, kidding. absolutely. 300, 300 episodes is no joke. So, I, and yeah, 300 episodes for a weekly show, which we know all about that. So, um, yeah. Just uh, be honest, guys. You really think we do 177 in a row? If we make if we make 180, it'll be a fucking miracle. <laughs> but I mean, come on, honestly, did you really? <laughs> oh, did I think we would? Oh, yeah, we would. If we might miss a week here and there. That's what I mean. Yeah, yeah, no, I didn't. I didn't think we, we'd be this. This one ain't up yet. And obviously, I, I, <laughs> I am that Vince, I'm, I'm, I'm thrilled in the sense that Vince is going to be so happy that we actually did the episode without him because, like, it would crush him for us to miss a week. Uh, yeah, it would. Of all of us, he would. Yeah. He would be the one most gutted. Yep. So. All right. Well, what's uh, let's wrap it up, uh, Vince, buddy. We will uh, we will talk to you next week. Uh, uh, everyone listening, uh, feel free to drop by the forum and give us uh, your thoughts on this episode or anything uh, about comics and comics culture, and uh, especially the uh, all the the new DC fifty two. The uh, the conversation over on the forum has been uh, fast and furious with all that, and really enjoying your input. So thanks for being a part of the larger eleven o'clock comics community so all right uh jason and david come back to the forum since uh since the package <laughs> code is gone nice since since what oh the the since it, yeah the ha- damn hackers hackers should be shot i know right i hate them all right boys have a good evening you yes. too everyone have a good night peace. all right peace say bye 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 Seven lost cities of gold Finds a raven's head and a rattler's tail Dead in his tracks This godforsaken soul Wanted here And his curse lingers for years Amelia's face hides behind the mask Sweating on the TV factory line That smile on her face is starting to crack While welding back the pieces of a shattered heart That's scattered out here with the ghosts of her peers Searches for her lost child along the river of tears The river of tears The end of a working week When drunken worlds meet Both sides keeping a close eye For a break in the line here On the crystal frontier Crystal frontier